Yo. Yo, what's good? What's good? What's up, man? What's that, dude? <laughs> first I heard when I connected was, oh, oh, <laughs> 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 cars so it's pretty cool oh that's pretty nice it's about not dying when trying to blow things up yeah okay i'm trying to call when shit's like about to blow up and you're like i don't want it to blow up i especially don't want it to blow up when it's attached to my neck and then i'm like hey how's it going my name's joey i'm gonna cut that thing i'm gonna turn your head <laughs> anyhow we practice uh practice blowing open some cars so i can get into them and we actually, I blew one up and like split it in half with water, like a water jet and cut it. Dang. I was, I was like, that's pretty sweet. It's also pretty scary too. Like, holy smokes. Mm. Was it like completely but, uh, in half? Like half, half? Or did you just cut it like in a half? From, like, like, literally like Optimus Prime like kicked, kicked a Honda Civic like right in the side door. <laughs> and the results were about as expected. <laughs> I like how you like, like, I like the metaphors yeah, and stuff. Well, so definitely business. Like, I want to try to work for Hollywood. Try to just in like special effects or something. That'd be pretty cool. But uh, other than that, um, it was Brooks' last travel week while pregnant. So we were like just going around Destin Beach and buying baby clothes and stuff. So you still nervous? Cool. Uh, I don't know if it's nervous or just like. Now, like, I try to think about, like, being a dad. I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't know. Like, the baby's not here. So it's like, I see her belly move, and I'm like, <laughs> that's like about it. Like, I don't know what to feel. So, what about you, Adam? The day, like, poop in my pants. In terms of what? Just how my day is going? Come on, Angela. Come on, Angela. Oh, that's good. Uh, I mean, we're a little behind them. They're due in January. We're not due until March. So, I'll get some tips from Joe. Figure, you know, he has a couple months of figuring shit out before ours comes along. Okay. Uh, no, yeah, it's. I don't know. I guess the one thing is that I guess I saw a recent study saying that the one of the best things to do for a child is read to them, which seems like a no-brainer, but apparently not enough parents do that, which is good because I already have a lot of like Dr. Seuss and like children's books that I read for her. So some of those are. Yeah, well, no, Fox Fox and Socks is, like, the biggest tongue twister I've ever tried to read. Like, reading that out loud is, like, very difficult. Like, Dr. Seuss is really good at making things hard. <laughs> Damn. 
dude. Well, I refuse to do the elf on the shelf stuff that people do with their kids. I just find that terrifying. What's the elf on the shelf? It's like every day you move, there's like a little elf dude in like a Santa outfit or whatever outfit. And every day you move him and he's like doing weird stuff. I'm like, uh, there's too many like horror stories of like dolls that move in the middle of the night. We're about to play that game. <laughs> it's freaking creepy. I'll just stick to reading. <laughs> but look, congratulations to both of you. Yeah, I'm really happy for you both. Yeah, when I first heard the news, I was uh, really, really stoked. Um, the closest thing. Uh, for me, I mean, I'm not going to be a dad, but I'm going to be an uncle. So basically, I'm going to be a dad, but just with no responsibility. So you get to be the fun guy. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, non disciplinary. They come to you when they want to you know, hang out and have fun and, you know, get sneak some like candy and cookies and stuff that, you know, parents won't let them have. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. <laughs> I think I'm a little more excited than my brother, but uh, maybe he's just nervous. I don't know, but I'm super excited. I usually try to find names for him because, honestly, we have no idea if it's a boy or girl or not. So I think he's just trying to surprise surprise himself. Are they newly pregnant? Like, did you just find out, or is it? are they further along? Further along. They're just still waiting. Okay. Yeah. Well, look, anyway, we're going to start this episode real quick, boys, because uh, tonight, potentially, we're supposed to do the Last Wish Raid. Hopefully, we get on it i really want to finish it all right so uh welcome welcome everybody to the 17th episode of the orb the days clan podcast i'm your host wayne 01193 once again and uh we got our co-host today we have navy man and we got grim bones what's up y'all chilling mm-hmm. <laughs> you caveman and so uh, our, uh, our other guest, uh, Superfly Manai, he's not with us tonight. Uh, he's been very busy. He got a lot of things to do, so he won't be with us tonight. Um, we were supposed to have another guest, but I guess you know, certain situ- you know, something else came up. So uh, it's just going to be us three tonight, unless our guest just happens to show up, you know, mid podcast. So we're just going to go into it. So uh, tonight we're going to talk about first off uh, the Luna's How. So I made a video about this a while ago. Um, I put it on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I showed it with the clan and um, I made a video, uh, a review of the Luna's How hand cannon. And that's that hand cannon is can only be um, acquired through, you know, playing the competitive playlist. And that hand cannon, I think, is amazing. Um, it's not the end all be all, but I think it's really cool. Um, I think it's definitely worth the grind because I do enjoy PvP. Um, it's very powerful. And um, it's very viable in both PvP and in PvE. I think when it comes to, though, like when it comes to range, specifically the Luna's How, um, it's not that great, but uh, it definitely rewards, you know, precision. Like, because it's that effective, because you feel rewarded, you know, when you actually hit crit shots. But, uh, I mean, honestly, it, it's, it's very versatile, but I guess compared to my Sturm, I mean, it, Sturm and the Luna's How, they're like right next to each other. The, you know, the, the Sturm, it could basically two-tap, Anna has great handling and range, but the Luna's Howl is a very fast-firing hand cannon. Um, it has, you know, an awesome perk caught Magnificent Howl where, you know, you get two crit shots and then you do extra bonus to whoever else you're shooting at until, you know, they die or you miss. So it, it's, it's a good gun overall. Um, I, I'm, I know Adam and Joe got the weapon. I want to know y'all thoughts on it. I really enjoyed the gun. Um, I can't seem to put it down, but I do, like I said, I do like my Sturm. So, uh, well, Joe, why don't you talk about your uh, your Luna's How? What, what, what's up? What you like about it? So I was the first person to get it on our uh, clan, and um, 
right after I got it, I was just kind of like, man, that was a pain. I don't know how you guys felt about that, but um, it wasn't all the all the all the kind of like kick in the butt that you took to get it. I was a, I was slightly underwhelmed in the beginning, um, but now. Like, as far as, like, team plays, I think it's a really good weapon. And it's because I can kill somebody and get, like, two headshots on them. And then those headshots, you know, carry over. So then if somebody's, like, hurt and is, like, attacking my teammate, I can hit him with that one bullet with the Magnificent Howl. It's got that overpower and take him out. So I feel like double kills with it is pretty easy, given the scenario. You know, because sometimes you're just going to go against teams that are freaking just OP and have their stuff together. Yeah, true. But, uh, overall, I'm pretty impressed with uh, how smooth it is because it looks like it has a lot of kick, but it doesn't, if that makes no, sense. No, yeah. It's, uh, the, the perks, you know, specifically say that it gives you more stability because of this. And it's really like a laser beam, so you're not going to need a mod or anything. Um, yeah, so like Joe said, he was the first one to get it in the clan. And, I, you know, I, I was giving up on it because – you know, I was really tired from work, so when I would come home, I would barely play Destiny, and I'm like, man, I don't have time to deal with competitive right now. But uh, me and Adam, we were grinding, like, all night until the sun came up, and we actually finally got it together. But, uh, Adam, why don't you, uh, you know, explain your uh, experience, you know, getting the gun, using the gun. How you feel, man? Um, so, yeah, getting it was kind of annoying. Uh, not Not the worst, but it was definitely annoying the experience with it so maybe i'm just not accurate enough with it i don't get magnificent howl to proc as much as i would like but again that's probably more just my abilities with it um yeah but also (laughs) i uh my main thing is that i mean we've talked about this before i love my fusion rifle and since it's an energy weapon i tend not to use it very often um because i am terrible with shotguns so if i use that then i don't really have a you know, really good, you know, uh, special weapon. You know, I can't snipe, so that's out the window. Um, I'm not really good with shotguns. I'm trying to get better, but it's hard. And so I really find that I use it only on matches where we're kind of doing well and if we have a team of four. But if I, like, really need to contribute, like, a lot, I can't use it just because I, I need that, you know, the the fusion rifle for me is kind of my crutch where – uh, I need to fall back to that. And then I then I can use like the West of Sunfall 7, which is very similar, except without that one perk. That's um, but it still feels the same and it kind of has the same fire rate. So, you know, it's it just depends. Like it is a good gun. I do like it the way it feels. I just, it's just frustrating that all of my favorite weapons are all energy. And so I have to really pick and choose what I use. And I tend to fall back on my fusion in that energy slot. I can relate to that a little bit, you know, because I have my favorites. But what I'm learning, like, over time, man, um, that I'm learning to be more loadouts. I'm learning to be more versatile to my surroundings and to the, to the weapons that I have. And, uh, like, I'm used to having a shotgun in a secondary slot, and then I got my primary, which would be a hand cannon. But um, now, I mean, it's just reversed. You know, I would have the Lunas Howl, which is an energy weapon in a secondary slot, and then I would use a chaperone. And, honestly, it feels great. Um 
like I said, uh, Adam, I, I think, you know, I think you kind of touched on this a little bit. It's not the end all be all weapon. Just like I said before, um, it's definitely a good gun, but um, you or you are definitely you, you will definitely be uh, penalized if you don't hit your crit shots, man. Like there's times where I miss a headshot and I feel like it takes forever to kill a guy. And I'm like, what happened? So like there's times I'm better off with the Sturm, you know, depending upon how <laughs> passive these people are. But um, I got to say, though, one one issue I have with it, or I guess you could say two things I would have uh, a problem with the gun is first off, the range is kind of crappy. Um, but I'm also working on the quest right now. It's called the uh, it's for the not forgotten hand, which is basically which is basically the same gun, but it just has more range. Right. And so it's pretty awesome. But uh, I think one thing that can it, it can be hard to use a st stable gun like that because I'm so used to using a gun with a such a great kick where I have to constantly readjust my shots and take my time. This one you don't really have to take your time as much because the recoil is very um, predictable. It's 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 vertical, uh, and uh, it, it's it's a laser beam. So it's it's a fun gun to use. It feels good to get kills, but yeah. All right, so uh, next thing we're going to talk about is the season of the Forge weapons. Now, last podcast, we touched on the new Pinnacle weapons uh, that are coming in or that came into the season of the Forge. And, you know, the weapons we talked about was the Fusion Rifle, Loaded Question, um, the Auto Rifle, and then the, uh, the Grenade Launcher. And the grind was, I mean, I'm still not done. So I just got the fusion rifle, I believe, last night or two nights ago, and it is a grind. So you got to get. We talked about how to get it, and it's exhausting. You got to get, you know, a thousand, you know, art kills, five hundred fusion rifle kills. You got to do forty strikes. You know, when it comes to the gambit auto rifle, you got to do forty gambit matches. You know, a thousand kills with an auto rifle you know it's a lot it's, it's a grind but i think it's nice that we have certain weapons that actually stick out from the crowd that are legendary um it's nice to know that we have you know uh what's the word pseudo exotics even though they're not exotics but they they're above legendary weapons you know what i'm saying if that makes any sense but um yeah so so far i got the fusion rifle loaded question i like it so far and uh it's, it's, it's not like my favorite thing in the world but i want to give it more of a chance so first impression it's 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 decent it feels good you know to get an explosion kill and it does more damage that's awesome um but uh it's not everything but it's nice to have like a little bit of an advantage in pve or pvp but it's nice so uh joe did you actually get any of these weapons at all or did you try to grind for them yet so i literally started playing the new content today so ah. i am i'm behind on stuff and it's just because i've been in class and Trying to hang out with Brooke before she couldn't travel again. Okay. But uh, one of the things I will say, you know, because I've been reading up on it and you guys have been like filling me in, is I, I really love the fact that Bungie has caught on on mixing it up because it's not like, oh, you know, I'm going to see Vision Swing. Oh, I'm going to see like whatever. Now it's kind of like, hey, there's a lot of options now. And there's a lot of new stuff coming out, so you don't really know what you're going to be running into. And I think that's great. Yeah, I agree. 100%. Yeah. I'm really loving D2 right now. It's actually really fun. I still go back and play D1 PvP. It's just still fun. Adam, what about you, bro? The part What was the question? So, yeah, regarding the grind of Season of the Forge, um, how is the grind going for you with these pinnacle weapons coming in? How you feel about it? What are your thoughts on it now that we have an option to grind for them? What's your thoughts on it? Uh, in general, I like it. I mean, I haven't gotten any of them yet. I've been kind of working 
unlike you where you grinded one uh, all the way to the end, I've been kind of – I couldn't do that. I, I get burned out too easily on one thing. So I've been doing, you know, some gambit, some strikes, and kind of going back and forth. So I'll get them probably a little bit later than you guys, but I'll still get them. Um, but, yeah, I, I like that they have different activities. So, I mean, we love Crucible, but I get that there are some people that aren't really good at Crucible or don't like playing it. And so some of these weapons, like before with the Redrixes or Luna, was only available with Glory. I can get how that was kind of frustrating. Um, so the fact that they have one where, hey, if you're really like into Nightfalls and Strikes and you're doing that stuff, well, there's a weapon for you doing that too. Uh, you know, you like Gambit and do a lot of Gambit. Now there's a weapon that you can get too. So I do like that they added the other options. Um, so it's not people don't necessarily feel singled out for, hey, I have to be good at Crucible or I'm never going to get a special weapon. Yeah, no, touche, man. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I actually, uh, from what I've heard, I mean, I, from what I've seen, the, the mountaintop grenade launch, I think, seems to be the grindiest one. And uh, I'm definitely going to do that last. I'm going to try to do it. It's funny because currently the meta, I wouldn't even, I would say a pseudo meta. Uh, the pseudo meta right now is just grenade launchers. You see a ton of them right now in PvP, whether quick play or not. But uh, I would say uh, we play a lot of competitives, and we've been seeing a lot of fighting lions, a lot of flash and thunder. Yeah, a lot of a lot of grenade launchers. Uh, Malicious birthright. Yeah. Oh my goodness, bro, that thing can one tap, man. That's ridiculous. I mean, the colony is never going away. It's interesting because you would think it came back even harder than it was before. You know, honestly, I, w- I would disagree, Adam. I, mean, I don't think I don't, I don't think it came back harder than it did before. It came back a little bit, maybe because you played more than me. But I, I only saw the colony like maybe a total of like three times, and I'm surprised I haven't seen that more often. I think people, I think people will rather have like another, will rather will rather use like another exotic grenade launcher in another spot because you're always going to have you know, uh, primary ammo for the fighting line versus you got to fight for a heavy brick. So it's not always guaranteed. So the chances of you getting a grenade kill are much higher. Granted, it is easier to get a kill with the colony. Still, I think, uh, I think that's why you haven't seen much colony. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I could be wrong, but personally, I mean, I still hate that gun. All right. Yeah. So now, uh, next part, we're going to talk about the, uh, the uh, the black armory and that's the next DLC that's actually coming uh, December fourth so that's 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 three days that's on Tuesday and uh, I'm I'm super excited about it so we saw the Vidoc trailer well I, I know I did I saw the Vidoc trailer uh, or just the Vidoc about what's to come and Bungie just keeps wowing us with the content and you know with the quality and quantity and uh, I'm really excited so. Uh, they got you know the the uh, the black armory coming out on the fourth. These on in uh, December seventh, they got um, I believe it's a it's a some kind of um, horde mode called uh, Go Fanon Forge or something. Or I think it's just an, another opportunity to forge a gun or something. Case in point, uh, also on December seventh, the new raid is coming out too for this DLC. That's kind of why we are trying to get done with this. But we're gonna. We're going to get the last wish raid done before the seventh. That's the plan. And uh, Joe sent me a message. He said, Hey dude, um, this is a new raid coming and we need to do last wish. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Cause I completely forgot. I just kind of gave up on it. Cause I was just tired of people leaving. Hey um, Wayne, really quick. Uh, TJ said, try inviting him again. Um, let me see. I don't know. I'm going to see if I'm going to try to do it. Let me see. Uh, I don't want, I don't want it to kick me out though. Okay. That's what I'm saying. That's well, why. 
then so be it. Yeah, that's why I didn't invite him again because I'm already recording and I don't feel like restarting. So, um, I don't know. We were already kind of like ten minutes, or should have no, been minutes in the podcast. Yeah, so he'll come in next time. It's all right. Um, okay, so yeah, and also I think the pinnacle exotic weapon quest we're gonna get, I believe, is the last word. Now they show us a um a, a little roadmap of what to expect on what date. And on January 29th, the exotic quest is called the draw. And you see a guardian close up, you know, uh, there's a close up shot of a guardian's hip with the gun, and it's it's the last word. You can clearly tell what it is if you, you know. Uh, <laughs> Super excited. I also heard further down the line, too, there's going to be – we all heard of the Thorn. I think the Thorn's going to be coming back, but I also heard that the gun called the Rose is going to be coming. And I believe that's the precursor to the Thorn. That's what the Thorn was before it came the Thorn. Yeah, so um, I'm excited about that. We also got Crimson Days coming uh, December – February 5th. I freaking love Crimson Days. I love doubles. I love that. I'm very competitive, and I love the 2v2 – you know, competitive. I don't know. I love it. I'm excited about that. Um, but yeah, so overall, I mean, I think the the season of the Forge is going to be awesome. Destiny Two has been getting better and better, in my opinion. I'm, I've been talking too much. So, uh, Adam, what do you think about season of the Forge? You know, what are you excited for? What's your opinions on anything? Go ahead. You got the floor. Uh, well, so I'm very excited for it. The to uh, mainly because it sounds like they're going to, and they you know they spoke about this. I think it was in the Vidoc where rather than dropping all the content on Tuesday and having us run through it in a week and then like just sitting there like, well, now what do I do until the next uh, DLC? They're going to kind of mix it up and give us a little bit each week, I think, or each every two weeks kind of uh, space it out. So that way we have, for those who don't have infinite amount of time, and can't just grind through everything in, you know, a week. Um, we still have stuff coming to us each week and kind of, it makes it more interesting and kind of more worth playing over the course of the DLC rather than just the first like week or two. So I'm really excited for that. Uh, I only briefly remember looking at the weapons and I don't really remember. Some of them look crazy. I think there's one of them is like a, it's like a fusion rifle, but it like it, you wear it on your fist or something and it oh. like tracks or something. It looks, dope. I don't know. That thing looks crazy. There's also, uh, there's also a grenade launcher, bro, where, like, you shoot. Like, once you shoot, like, a certain amount, they all, like, connect. And, you know, like, with electric. like It's like an electric chain, and they all connect. If you, like, shoot the grenade uh, rounds close, close to each other, and then they just connect and have it, like, electric. I don't know. It's cool. Go ahead. But, yeah, so, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for that. Uh, I'm waiting to see what the Forge weapons are like or the Black Armory weapons because I know you can you can grind and get some right now. I haven't done that. It looks like they have just redone year one weapons. So I'm maybe going to be a little disappointed if that's the case. Uh, the ones that I know are out, the ones that Ben got, there was like the, the Galliard, but there was like, it was like a new version of it. And then there was uh, one of the hand cannons. I don't know, it was maybe bad news. Where that's a little disappointing if they took existing weapons and just reskinned them and maybe tweaked the perks a little bit. Um, you know, it kind of reminds me a little bit of, and I think you were the one that mentioned that, uh, Axis Raid, uh, Wrath of the Machine, where they were, those weapons like already existed and they just kind of like re, retorked them 
Yeah, I know, yeah, I know you're five. talking about. Yeah, yeah. I remember Bungie showed off some weapons, like, you know, for the new DLC, and they just looked like reskinned versions. Like, it's like it was a faction weapon or kind of weapon, and it was just black and sevified. And I was like, oh, okay. And it turns out those were raid weapons. I'm like, why are you showing us that? And to be honest, I wasn't even excited about what they were showing off. And I was like, that was kind of a disappointment. But yeah, go ahead. So I'm hoping that they're actually really worth it and they're really good. Um, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. You know, hopefully they are. I, you know, I liked the Galliard before. So, hey, it could be uh, if it's even better than it was before. I, I like it. Okay. Well, yeah, man. Did you happen to watch the Vidog, Joe? Do you have anything on any opinions or comments on, you know, the future of this uh, DLC? What's happening? What's going on? I haven't watched but um like i said a couple of podcasts ago you know i think bungie bungie hit on the head they realized that eventually we're gonna get bored because we all have adhd so when there's not anything left to do uh they're gonna need to feed us stuff so we all feel like we're still getting our money's worth and i think they're delivering on that as far as like some weapons come back and skins like remade i mean some of the stuff, you know, you, you like seeing old favorites come back, right? So, like, I'm stoked about Last Word coming back. You know, um, a while a while back, I was like, dude, they got to bring back Last Word, you know? And a couple of people were like, they're not going to do that. That's, like, old news. And now they're bringing it back. And I'm, like, super stoked. But at the same time, it's uh, well, should they bring stuff back? I don't know. I mean, when you think about it as, like, as far as, like, the Destiny universe, why would anything go away? Right. I mean, because you could you could go to a vendor and like the real world would be like, hey, you still have like any of these, you know, or like buy it on like Amazon or something like that. Like, why wouldn't they have that like here? Like, I don't see why stuff goes away between games or seasons or whatever. But um, I don't know. I'm looking forward to the fact that there's this change. Uh, the horde mode sounds awesome. I'm all about horde mode stuff, especially if I'm like, dude, I just need to blow off some steam like but I don't want to go through the monotony of a strike because I don't want to hear people talking. I don't want to have to wait for animations. Like, so I think it's going to be good. Yeah. I concur with you on that hundred percent. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, no, uh, I, I just, one more thing. So last topic is, uh, I end up seeing this today. Apparently you guys didn't know, but there was a leaked cut. There was a leaked cut scene from the black armory, uh, DLC. And we saw, uh, Aldrin get resurrected by a ghost. He was already dead. And he got resurrected. Whose ghost? It's, it wasn't ours. I mean, I don't know. It was just a Bro, ghost. You think it's going to be like a dark guardian? We no, talked no. about that like years ago. Remember well, when we talked about that? Well, like, what? My, 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 I did think of that. But I mean, it looked like a normal ghost. You know what I'm saying? Because normally ghosts would just wander around looking uh-huh. for, you know, someone to pick up. And that's what it looked like. I mean, the, like uh, the video is in band. Um, just check it out. But it was very cool. And it made me think of like, oh, man. And, and, us, and also remember when Guardians, you know, awake, they don't have any recollection of their past. So can you right, imagine? Just kind of... You want to know something funny? Can you imagine like Aldrin? So I wonder if everybody's just going to ignore and just be like, oh, welcome, Guardian. Right. I, don't, I think that's going to be quite the dilemma. Can you imagine? You know, he sees the queen. He gets attracted to her. He doesn't know what the, and finds out it's just in there. You know who's going to? Really pissed if he becomes a guardian. Gall. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's all I wanted. Oh man, that's guys. That's actually interesting. Yeah, no, but uh, yeah, that's the only thing. I mean, Adam. Yeah, did you? Uh, what are, What are your What are your thoughts on you know Aldrin getting resurrected? I haven't seen that one yet. I gotta watch it. Um, 
I guess it depends on how they do it. You know, it's even though I know, oh, you lost your memory, you have no previous, but everyone else knows what you did. So it's going to be really hard for people not to be pissed off at him and be like, bro, you were the reason, like, all this shit happened. And, like, that kid's dead. I feel like I I Cora's going to kill him. I think so. Make it seem like an accident. She was the one, like, most ticked off, or at least verbally, showing how mad she was in the trailer. Called Zavala a coward for not trying to avenge Cade. So I, I think she may try to, like, set set up, you know, you know, set something up to kill him. That's what I think. And when it comes to, I, I don't know, I'm really interested in that story. Like, this is, this. is I'm really excited about this because this is another opportunity, again, for Bungie to really flesh out a story and a plot and a problem and see how it works out. Because if we just move on and, and they act like nothing happened, then I'm like, well, what, what, then why wake him up? What's the point? Anyway. That's pretty much it. You guys have anything else to add? Nope. No, I need to go watch that, though, when we're done with this, because it sounds crazy. Yeah, no, it's only like a minute video, but I'm like, dude, like, what? And I think he, it's in the Dreaming City, too. You know what I'm saying? So I think it just, you know, anyway, you'll see it. But, yeah, that's pretty much it, everybody. Uh, thanks again for tuning in to another episode uh, to the podcast. We really appreciate it. And until then, guys, we will see you then in orbit. Bye-bye. See you. Thank you very much for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. We really appreciate that, as always. If you guys want to check us out on other social platforms, feel free to do so on Instagram and Facebook. You can just type in Orbs for Days and you'll just find it. Also, if you want to check us out on other podcast platforms, whether you have Android or iPhone, there's Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, and even Spotify. Also, if you want to keep updated with uh, content creation or podcast uploads and times, feel free to follow me on Twitter at Wayne01193. And also, if you want to check me out live on Twitch, you can also follow me on Wayne01193, acting a fool. So you guys have a good one. Appreciate it.